Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So keep that in mind. Yeah, hey, forget I asked. <laughs> That'll definitely It'll, do. Ew. Join the f- Discord. It was the least fun I've ever had playing this game. A small but vibrant and extremely humble community. No, I've seen the sleeves, but I'm like, you said you're suiting up and then you put your sleeve on. Thank you for saying that. Because I'm a demon on the keys. Next thing I know, we're both dead. I immediately left the lobby. In Vietnam. What are they playing for? Are they playing to win? <laughs> Stay humble. Stay humble. We are live! And Tanner is not here to yell at me for blowing out your fucking eardrums. So suck on that, Tanner. Suck on that. Welcome to The Drop Shot, episode number 92. My name is Casey, also known as Razanon, and I am joined by not a goddamn soul. Now, I've been a little scatterbrained uh, this week. I'm not entirely sure why. I think it's a combination of uh, my room is super dirty, which makes my mind like disorganized. Uh, Didn't sleep super well this week, although last night I slept pretty well which is good. Uh, and like the ske- my schedule, my work schedule, the program schedule, Tanner schedule, the Patreon shit, everything's just been all fucked. So, uh, I knew to, I, it's in the calendar. We have a, a corporate calendar. Of course it's a Google calendar. Uh, that Tanner was not going to be here this evening, but I forgot about it until like last night. So, uh, I asked our friend Gabriel Saul Perez, Covina, California, Lyman Avenue, 29-year-old Hispanic male, homeless, unemployed, if he would like to be a, uh, a fill-in this evening, but I don't, he's hiking or something, hiking. I think he's looking for a shelter, but he was not available, so... If I had enough time, if I had had more time, I would have found someone to fill in. But nonetheless, you're fucking stuck with me and and deal with it. And nonetheless, even though I will be alone this evening, it is going to be both fun and exciting uh, because we have some interesting shit to talk about this evening. More than I expected to have to talk about uh, tonight. So that'll be fun. But first, a couple announcements as always. Welcome to our new fucking patrons, dude. Brad Bin 06 change it. Let's why looks like a real name and I don't know where that's from, but okay. Chenzi, which I actually like. The Zodiac, who's in the chat. Welcome Zodiac. And Vincenzo C. Spoiler alert, Italian. 
Nothing wrong with Italians. Just thought I would say it's the most Italian name I've ever seen. Welcome, all of you new frogs, to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash the dropshot, five bucks a month, four bonus episodes per month, and access to the entire back catalog. And of course, it is the best way to support this program. Hey, did you want to get me a Christmas present? Join the Patreon. That's it. That's all I want. Five bucks a month. So thank you all uh, to those new patrons. I appreciate it. Uh, this is a sufficient number to actually start the program this evening. So uh, we appreciate that. Now, a quick note on the Patreon. Uh, we've done one for the month of December, and there are four a month. Ergo, quick maths, there will be three more this month. We haven't forgotten. We aren't going to skip it. You're going to get your four bonus episodes per month, every month, or your money back. There's your money back guarantee, dude. Call me fucking, God damn it, what's the guy's name? Uh, he does all the infomercials. The, uh, what's his name, dude? Doesn't matter. And it, call me him. Call me the dude whose name I don't remember. Uh, we're going to do the episodes. So we did one and then we were going to do our second one like two days before season one came out. But then we thought it's probably better to just wait till season one drops so that we could do th the rest of the episodes on with with the season one knowledge and information and experience uh ready at hand call me heidegger so we decided not to record the second episode and then tanner got more busy than either of us expected him to so we will be doing of course three more patreon episodes this month for the month of december uh and they're all going to be fucking fire they're going to be fire. They're going to be post-season one fire content. Uh, and we will be doing them. So th they're just going to all be coming like before the end of the month, real quick. Uh, back to back to back. So that'll be cool. Uh, and if you if you guys are like uh, most people on Christmas, you're going to be fucking bored anyway. Because on Christmas Day, you wake up, uh, you you know, say a prayer for the grandma that you lost to COVID-19 this year. And then you open presents and then uh, the rest of your day is just, you don't have shit to do. Well, that's also going to be the case for you this year, actually, because we're not going to have another one recorded by Christmas. But the days after, we will have three more this month. So I know this is annoying. And in the future, we are really going to try to not backload the Patreon episodes like we've done this month and like we did in November. But we wanted to wait for the game to come out and then we wanted to wait for season one to come out. So I feel like there is some justification for doing that. Uh, and last month that seemed to work out fine. It, it was for the best, I would say. So just have some patience uh, and we appreciate you guys being patient with us, but we, we haven't forgotten. We will be doing uh, three more Patreon episodes. Okay, also, why isn't Tanner here? Uh, well, Tanner is in Zion National Park in Utah. So he is, I don't know, tracking mountain lions or something with his, with his wife. Uh, so he is not here this evening. He is in Zion National Park, but he will be here Saturday. Uh, so just keep that in mind. So we're doing it solo. Uh, also... A last reminder, Damascus Hangout on Friday is canceled. We're not doing it. We're not rescheduling it. Go be with your uh, in-laws that you hate. Once a year, suck it up, dude. You can do it. So do, go do that. Uh, and then we'll be back to... We'll be back to pretty much normal January. But everything's kind of fucking topsy-turvy, so there you go. Uh, also... I got a little offline donation from Miss Lemur Party, whose email address still makes me mad. I'm almost going to block her from the PayPal because while she did give me an amount of United States dollars, 
I was also forced to read her dog shit email address, which makes me mauled. Both mad and bald, right? It makes me mauled. So I'm still considering blocking her, of course. But in the meantime, I will say, lemur, thank you for the 30 United States dollars toward the program and mainly the website fund, uh, young lady. You've been supporting a lot, been here quite a while, and I appreciate it. The the matriarch of the Dropshot clan, I would say. Miss Lemur Party. So thank you, uh, Lemur, very much for that. And then also got, I guess some more people found the link here. Uh, Zerosio with the sub, the Primarino, seven months, Merry Christmas, everybody. Daddy Dingleberry is Vincenzo. Vincenzo. And he said, yes, fam is from Italy. Shocker. Hey, Vincenzo, I'm not surprised. Can you guess where my family is from? My name is Casey O'Reilly, by the way. It's just Riley. doesn't matter. Uh, thank you for the 100 bits, dude. We also have Godado with the 20 United States dollars. Merry Christmas, you filthy rat. <laughs> okay, thank you, Goat. I appreciate you, dude. Twitch.tv slash Godado. Uh, that's a lot of money, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. For real. And then Aussie Menace, twitch.tv slash Aussie Menace streamers. They're paying for ad spots. That's fine. Can't afford anything spectacular on par with notoriety J-Web mullet. Don't say that. 20 bucks is a lot of money, dude. I appreciate it. Don't put yourself down. Uh, but I wanted to at least give you something, dude. Consider it another website fund donation. Much love. Have a fucking Merry Christmas. Thank you, Ozzy. I appreciate it, dude. Don't, yeah. Hey, look. No one has as much money as the pediatrician, uh, Crispy Claire or Mulletproof uh, Bunk. So, you guys don't need to donate to the program for me to love and appreciate you. Just listen and share it with your dumb shit friends. That's all I really ask of you. But, United States dollars help as well, especially with the website. So, thank you, Ozzy. I really appreciate it, dude. Go to dope. I really appreciate it as well. And, uh, and all of you. And Iron Ranger with the five gifty boys. Let's fucking go, dude. Thank you, brother. Five gifted Suburchinos, dude. Iron, thank you, my man. I'm honored, humbled, and privileged. It means a lot, dude. Thank you, brother. And Zar, thank you again for the sub. All right, boys. We're going to dive in here. Uh, Iron, Daddy, Zar, Sliv, Crisp, Ozzy, Goat. Thank you, boys, again. Much love. Merry fucking Christmas. And if you were listening for the jingle, here it is. All right. So first up, playlist updates. Not too terribly much to talk about today. Uh, raid, as far as playlist updates go, Raid 24-7 has been added to the program, the program, the game, uh, and it replaced Raid the Mall. This is a good thing, obviously, because Mall at the Pines is too big. Just too big for sixes, which we've, of course, talked about. Uh, and Raid 24-7 has replaced it. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, this is fine. I'm happy about this. I will say... Though, I did play some Raid 24-7. Not as fun as BO2. Skill-based matchmaking. Now, I'm in the phase of my... Uh, annual Call of Duty cycle where I'm leveling up all the guns because I'm going for Dark Matter because I hate myself. Uh, so, when I was playing Raid 24-7 when this got added... I'm just leveling guns. So like a lot of my, uh, I think I was using like a Milano, like level 30 something Milano. Not a great gun. Not a great gun. Uh, and if you like the Milano, unsubscribe from this podcast, of course. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty frustrating in general playing sixes uh, with skill-based matchmaking. We all know this, but uh, Raid is still a great map. And anyway, whatever. That's all kind of an aside. Raid 24-7 is in the in the game. And then also we have Face Off. 
which is a 3v3 gunfight, which is interesting. I haven't played this yet, but it's kind of like a variety of game modes. There's no score streaks. Uh, and yeah, I mean, we've seen playlists similar to this in M-Dub, so they're kind of bringing it back for uh, Cold War. But I myself have not given this a try yet. And uh, let's move on here. So that's playlist updates. Not too much to talk about there. Patch notes. There's a lot more to talk about uh, in this arena. So there was a patch on the 18th. And uh, I've curated all these patch notes into shit we need to talk about. I'm not going to go over all the patch notes, obviously. We've never done that. We have done that, but we're not going to now. Uh, only thing really happened here is uh, enabled the use of previously earned MDUB slash Warzone XP tokens. So we covered this on the program. They, uh, they removed the double XP, double weapon XP tokens from MDUB. That looks to have been a mistake and they've added them back in uh so there are two like sets of tokens now legacy tokens earned an m-dub before season one of cold war which is really season one of all three since they're seamlessly integrated now uh there we go okay uh these will be usable in m-dub multiplayer and in warzone all tokens earned post season one are usable in cold war and Warzone, but not in uh, not in Modern Warfare's multiplayer. So this kind of makes sense. Everything is usable in Warzone, but there are old tokens, which are Warzone and M-Dub, and the new tokens, which are Warzone and Cold War. So that's that. Uh, not much to say there. I don't know. The tokens are back. So yippee. yippee ki uh, this is more interesting, very interesting, in fact. The agency suppressor on Cold War weapons now behave the same as M-Dub's monolithic suppressors do. So the monolithic suppressor in Modern Warfare gives you uh, sound suppression, obviously, so you stay off the minimap, which is, like, particularly important in Warzone, obviously. And it also increases your damage range slightly. Uh, very slightly, but still, it's something. Uh, and it doesn't reduce, like, your bullet velocity or anything. Cold War weapons that were ported to Warzone had no such attachment. So if you wanted to suppress your Cold War weapon, you would have to fuck your bullet velocity. And that's just not worth doing. So Cold War weapons were, like, basically not usable. Uh... Except for, like, the MAC-10 was so OP that you could overcome that uh, deficiency. However, I'm actually surprised by how quickly they remedied this situation. They just... I don't know if they added a suppressor or if they changed the suppressor. I think what they did was they changed the existing agency suppressor on Cold War weapons to behave the same way as M-Dub's monolithic suppressors do. Now, this, of course... I am all for, because without this, Cold War weapons really wouldn't, like Cold War ARs really never would have been able to compete with M-Dub ARs in Warzone. And then it would be like, well, what was the point of this at all? But now that they've done this, there's a real conversation to be had with a lot of these ARs being able to compete in Warzone versus the M-Dub ARs. For example, ARs is one example, but you could say the same thing about LMGs. Probably not because they don't have a detachable magazine, but uh, TAC rifles too, uh, subs, and shit like that. This is a great thing for them to do because now all the Cold War weapons are actually usable uh, in Warzone. The meta appears to be, right now, MAC-10, uh, the DMR which is a single-fire tactical rifle from Cold War. And uh, maybe an FFAR. People are saying that thing is really good. I suspect it's not meta, but it's, like, quite good, which is interesting. Um, and then I think that's, that's it. The Groza, I think, is pretty good, but I haven't seen many people use it. Uh, and then the Street Sweeper uh, fully automatic shotgun which is both fun and exciting, we'll get into it. So that was interesting. Also, in the most uninteresting patch news note possible, uh, the Prestige Shop is live. 
and it is as underwhelming as it sounded before it was, uh, of course, added to the game. You can buy old emblems and calling cards uh, through the prestige shop with your little prestige keys. This doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. And it's just as underwhelming and shit as you would expect. But it's in the game now. So if you go to barracks and then you like mouse over your uh, like prestige keys, that'll take you to the shop, I think. You can pretty easily find the the menu. But just go to barracks and you can kind of figure it out from there. So that's in the game now. Uh, December 19th, they also fixed the stim glitch. So... Season 1, Stim Glitch came into the game. They fi It's now fixed. Uh, that's pretty much confirmed. I haven't seen anyone uh, clamoring about it since then, so that's good. And what I would like to say as like a meta point here is that I am surprised at how quickly Raven slash Treyarch have been like patching shit to make Warzone, like, playable and fun after the integration. Because Tanner and I had been saying, this is going to be a disaster of a transition, which, of course, it was. I mean, people were invisible. The guns were shit. It was just a whole, the stim glitch, it was a whole fucking mess, obviously. Now, of course, that was going to be true. What I didn't expect was for them to, like, fix this situation pretty fucking quickly, dude. Like a couple days, like less than a week afterward, the Cold War weapons were competitive and the game was relatively bug-free. I'm surprised by that. Like I'm pleasantly surprised that these fixes and changes were deployed uh, as soon after season one as they have been, which has been quite surprising to me, but uh, I, I'm happy about it. I know uh, you, some of you think I just like to shit all over this game. I don't. I wish the game was great. And when they do things well, I will applaud and commend them and root for them. I want the game to be fun. I play it a lot, more than most of you. So I want the game to be good. I'm not cheering. I'm not fucking rooting for it to fail. So it does bring me pleasure to report. I'm surprised. I'm surprised at how they've handled this integration so far. Because, of course, it was going to be a nightmare. But afterward, they, I mean, pretty fucking speedy, uh, you know, patches, which has been good. So they fixed the stim glitch. That's nice. Uh, however, what I'm less happy to report on is that we are seeing a, a fun and exciting return of uh, stealth changes. Which we love to see, right? Now, some of you may have naively thought, oh, it's only Infinity Ward that will change the game and not put it in the patch notes because they're fucking incompetent. That's true. But also, it's going to happen this year also, apparently. Because Season 1, more stealth changes. Not in the patch notes, not mentioned anywhere, but nonetheless, they are changes to the video game. So let's take a look. These are courtesy of the real author of the patch notes for this title, of course, the exclusive ace. So shout out to exclusive ace, friend of the pod. Uh, we'll start here. In a tweet that has since been deleted, Raven Software's creative director, Amos Hodge, change it, says the R9 was in fact nerfed in Warzone. It's not clear why he deleted his tweet on it or if the nerf is actually live yet in game. And then we have a picture of Amos Hodge, change it, tweeting about the R9. He says the R9 max damage was reduced as well as the tick damage from Dragon's Breath. This should have been in the patch notes for season one launch, but slipped through the cracks. Now, this would be fine. Like, okay, you forgot to put in the patch notes. Kind of yikes, especially a change this big, but it's fine. And you tweeted about it. I don't know why he deleted the tweet. That's fucking weird. I don't understand that. They're probably just going to slip it in the patch notes at a later date and then pretend they just changed it when the patch notes were written, but they would be, of course, lying. So, according to Exclusive Ace, the R9 two-shot kill on fully plated enemies in Warzone 
that range used to be eight and a half meters. Now it's seven and a half meters. So that might not sound like that big of a deal, but it kind of is. Because if you go from eight to seven, you have to think of this in percentages. You know, it's not like it's going from 100 to 99 meters. That wouldn't be a big deal. But going from eight to seven is actually a fairly substantial deal. Uh, so that's good. Not enough, but it's good. But they also did this. Uh, you have to be a lot more precise now. So prior to this nerf, I could kind of graze you with like half the pellets uh, on each shot and still two-tap you pretty fucking easily. But now it's a lot less forgiving in that you have to pretty much land all of your pellets to get that two-shot kill. So it's requiring you to be more accurate. It's still a shotgun and you're still two-tapping people with hip fire, which is of course a yikes. But the hip fire at least has to be more accurate now. So I don't know if this is enough of a nerf. That remains to be seen. But it's a step in the right direction. Uh, I think the R9 is still going to be fine. I think it'll still be pretty good. But whether or not it is as dominant and oppressive and dumb uh, as it was prior to the nerf, I don't know yet. I don't know. So we will see. And then also the... the <laughs> Action. The Kilo supposedly got a range nerf. Prior to this patch, the Kilo had more range in Warzone than it did in multiplayer. And it was the only such AR from MDub to get like a Warzone specific buff. So the way they nerfed the Kilo was just reverted that change. So now the range values of the Kilo in multiplayer and in Warzone are the same. But now in Warzone, those values are nerfed from what they were prior to season one patch. And then again, this is courtesy of Exclusive Ace. You can see this image here. Post-patch, uh, the ranges are pretty standard, you know. Looks like about 30 meters for a four-shot kill, uh, up to about 52 meters for a five-shot, and then outside of that is six shots to kill. So, uh, Ace had to say about this on his video, it is still very good but is not as good as it was before. Uh, which I think is fair. But I think this is, again, the one thing I'll give MDub credit for is that they, they nerf their weapons pretty well. They don't fucking gut them. So the Kilo's probably still quite good and certainly usable. But it's not just like the obvious meta choice anymore because it got that range uh, benefit reverted to like regular multiplayer range values which I think is a good change and it'll be interesting to see what the new meta AR is if it'll still be the Kilo or if it'll be like a Groza which I could definitely see an argument for uh, we don't it quite know yet but uh, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out in the coming you know couple weeks uh, but we will see so that is interesting. So those are stealth changes, which is both fun and exciting. Now, real quick, let me get to some shit here. Yeah, the DMR is meta right now, Doc. I mean, like, fully auto uh, assault rifle. I should have been more specific. But, yeah. Uh, what do we have here? What do we have here? Hold on, boys, one second. Zerosio with the 1,050 biddies. You heard it here. Raz is Corporal Radar O'Reilly minus the Corporal. Raz is Radar O'Reilly? What? I don't get the radar thing, but I do get the 1,050 biddies. Let's go, dude. Thank you, brother. Means a lot, Czar. Explain yourself, because I don't understand the joke. Uh, but thanks for pissing away 1,050 bits, dude. I appreciate it. And we have a special appearance from, this is a throwback character in the fucking Razanon story arc. Tarek M has subscribed to the channel, dude. Let's go. Tarek M 
also known as Tarek Mustafa, Tarek Mustafar. Now, do I pronounce his name correctly? Of course I don't, because it's pronounced like Tarek or something. I'm not a Lebanese national, so I don't know how to say it, but he put up with me anyway. Tarek, who is in the chat right now, longtime friend. We were like best friends in high school. Uh, I think it was like what? Freshman? No, it was like junior, senior year, I think. And Tarek lived quite close to the school. So we would like go to his house uh, after school and fucking dick around. Uh, we would shoot pellet guns, uh, jerk each other off, play Minecraft, normal high school or shit. Uh, so Tarek and I go way back, dude. Uh, nice to see you here, man. Welcome, brother. Uh, but yeah, uh, I appreciate the Primarino, dude. By the way, Tarek is most talented person I've ever met. He's a, he's a real renaissance man. Uh, and he recently started streaming on twitch.tv. I haven't watched you yet, Tarek, but I fucking plan on it. You're, I'm, I work like 70 hours a week. I don't have time to watch really any streams, but the, the sparing little time I do have, I haven't seen you on, but I'm going to try and catch you. But, uh, if you guys are friends of the program, make sure to go to twitch.tv slash T-A-R-E-K, you're American, so I know you guys can't spell this, T-A-R-E-K underscore E-M. Give him a follow, give him a sub, give him some gifted subs. Uh, he's a good dude, and I love him. And uh, and he's, he's yeah, he's great. Check him out, dude. Check him out. I think you're, like, making art and shit over there, right, Tarek? I'm not sure. He knows how to do so many things that he could tell me he was streaming any fucking uh, acrobatics. Well, you broke your leg doing that. So it's a sore spot, literally and figuratively. Let's move on. Thank you, Tarek. I appreciate you, dude. Uh, I think he does uh, send me a pic to edit on the stream. Oh, there you go. Yeah, okay. So he does a bunch of shit really well. I guess he's streaming graphic design stuff, which is actually quite cool. And it is COVID-19, right? It's a gig economy. Uh, so while you're waiting for Bill Gates to enter your home and jab you with a COVID-19 vaccine that gives you like HIV or something, look it up, Google it. Uh, while you're waiting for that and you have no job and you're begging for your $600 stimulus check from the federal government, that is disallowing you from actually having a real job, maybe you could go to Tarek's stream and learn how to do some graphic design shit and enter the gig economy so you can feed your children, buy insulin so you don't go into diabetic shock and die. This might be a good strategy for you. So twitch.tv slash T-A-R-E-K underscore E-M. Look into it. And it's entertaining. It'll be dope. I hope to see you guys there. Now, let's move on. How to unlock the Cold War Season 1 Street Sweeper Shotgun early in Warzone. So, this game's a buggy disaster nightmare. Hellscape. Uh, the Season 1 Street Sweeper Shotgun, we've talked about it. It was in the roadmap. This is a fully automatic shotgun which has the highest fire rate in class and the largest ammo pool in class, which is great. Excellent. Uh, and I'm very excited to play with this very skillful, rewarding, challenging weapon. <laughs> Obviously, I'm, I, hate, I hate the developers for adding this game or this weapon into this game. Uh, and apparently it's unlockable a little earlier than uh, perhaps it should have been. So... What you need to do, get a three kill streak with a Cold War shotgun in 15 different games. Uh, so you can do this in Warzone and in Plunder, but not in Cold War multiplayer. You can also do it in uh, Resurgence or Rebirth Island or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, you just can't do it in Cold War multiplayer, but you have to use a Cold War shotgun. So the fastest way to do this is to make a 
R9 Dragon's Breath class, Overkill, Origin, 25 round drum mag uh, with amps so you can swap between them faster because you're a rat class. Q into Plunder, get three, uh, get a three kill streak and then quit and do it again in 15 different games. And then you'll have the, the Street Sweeper shotgun. Uh, the progress cannot be tracked. So get out a pen and paper and say, okay, did it once, whatever. You guys will figure it out. Uh, and then you can have the gun, I guess. So people are saying that in Warzone, supposedly, this thing is really fucking busted. Now, I'm surprised by this, right? Because you have a shotgun. It's fully automatic. It has the highest fire rate in class and the largest ammo pool in class. But it's overpowered. Wow, that's surprising, right? Of course not. Of course it's not surprising. And of course it's fucking overpowered. So apparently this thing is a fucking menace in Warzone, which is not great to see. I will add, though, that it is like the, the slowest reloading gun of all time in like the Call of Duty franchise. So that is one sort of way that this is like balanced, maybe. I don't know. I haven't used it yet, so I can't give you guys my thoughts on it. Uh, but apparently, again, it's really good in Warzone. The only ray of hope I have here is that the range on it is really shit. Because, like, the Jack-12 is another fully automatic shotgun. Uh, the fire rate wasn't super high on the Jack-12. But its range was way too fucking, like, long. Like, it had way more range than it should have. So, hopefully, the Street Sweeper has way less range than that. That would sort of balance it, honestly. Because, like, the Origin has a... F well... Not a, that's not the best comparison. But like the R9 is so overpowered because of its range. Not really it's like fire rate, exactly. It's R9 is kind of a weird gun. But anyways, I think the only possible way that this gun is balanced is if the range is really shit. We will have this unlocked eventually and I'll use it and, and let you guys know our updated thoughts on that, but I haven't used it yet. But just watch out for it in Warzone and it is unlockable. So keep those things in mind. Uh, also, Activision has sent out some emails for some free shit. So, per Charlie Intel, Activision marketing email says players can log into Cold War to claim this free holiday bundle. I don't believe you need to get the email. I think you need to just load up the game and you'll get the bundle. Uh, the Frozen Chosen Sniper Blueprint and more. So, it's a sniper blueprint. If you haven't leveled your snipers yet, it's good to get blueprints because they'll have attachments that you won't have that you can use before you unlock them. So you can do that. Uh, and then also daily challenges are now live in Cold War multiplayer and in zombies. Players will have different challenges and they reset every 24 hours. Now, let me be super clear. You can see the challenges here on your screen. This doesn't matter, right? Now, why doesn't this matter? The only rewards are XP. And XP doesn't matter in this game. There's no prestige system. There's a quote-unquote prestige system. But there's no real prestige system. It doesn't reset. Uh, and XP is totally meaningless. Because once you're level 55, you have all everything unlocked forever. So getting more XP than that doesn't matter at all. So the daily challenges are in the game, but they don't do anything other than give you XP. And they're not worth going for uh, or anything. So, like in BO4, you got reserve cases. And I'm not saying we should go back to the reserve case system. We absolutely shouldn't. Uh, but I don't even see the point of having daily challenges if you're only going to get XP. You know what I think they should do? Is reward you with double weapon XP tokens. And maybe some regular tokens. And maybe some battle pass tokens. That would be cool. Even if they were like 15 minute double weapon XP tokens. Like that would be dope. I think that would be a really cool thing to do for daily challenges as rewards. But regular ass XP, no one cares or should care uh, or they have brain damage. Uh, so anyways, those are in the game now. So keep your eyes peeled on that.
Next section, news and upcoming changes. Now, this is pretty much a leak. Like, pretty much confirmation, I should say. There was a screenshot from Cold War of the map Raid that has very fucking, I mean, basically front and center, some dude using a flamethrower. This is confirmation for me that a flamethrower is coming to the game. Now, there are a couple of reasons I think this. Number one, the flamethrower was in BO4 and in World War II, which were Treyarch and Sledgehammer games, respectively, both of whom have worked on uh, Cold War. Uh, number two reason is we've already gotten a score streak added to the game post-launch, which has never happened in a Call of Duty before, but they're setting a new precedent with this game where they're going to add score streaks, or at least they've done this. They've added a score streak post-launch. Uh, and number three, there were a ton of score streaks that were purported to be in the game that were leaked pre-beta. That included a lot of the streaks we currently have and the harp, which got added post-launch. And the flamethrower was on that list. So I, I'm unsurprised seeing the screenshot, and it is confirmation that the flamethrower is coming back to Cold War. Now, the how I feel about this is really going to depend on how good the flamethrower is. So if any of you played World War II and you used the flamethrower in that game, you might remember it was disgusting. Like, it was so OP, dude. You could, like, barely tap it and people... There's, like, burn... Not even burn... I mean, it's burn damage, but, like, you'll, you just need to light someone on fire and they'll die. So you can just, blop, like, little tickle tap and you'll just kill someone. Because as... As long as the flame touched them in that game, they would be engulfed in flames and then they would die. So you could get a fuck ton of kills in World War II with the flamethrower. It was really good. And if you died, you would still have it. And you could take it out, use some, put it away, and you had like a fuel reserve. And the range was like pretty good. Not great, but... That was one of the ways it was sort of balanced, but it was really fucking disgusting. So the flamethrower in this game being added, honestly, not a fan. I think it's too busted. I feel like the war machine and the flamethrower just shouldn't be in the game because if there's like a, a VTOL in the air, I know to just not go outside. It's dangerous out there because there's a fucking giant helicopter fucking, I know VTOL's not a helicopter, but an attack shop or whatever, shooting fucking bullets on me and it's like on my radar, I hear it, everything. Okay, great. But with the war machine and the flamethrower, you can see some dude in like a room and then you go challenge him and then oops, he has a war machine and you're just instantly dead. That's not fun and exciting. It's like anti-gunfight, and I want to be able to go into gunfights under the assumption that the person I'm fighting has a gun and not a fucking flamethrower or a war machine. So I'm not a big fan of the war machine, It's especially this war machine because it's so fucking good. And I suspect the flamethrower is going to be the same thing, to be honest. I think it's going to be too strong and too cheap, uh, as in too inexpensive, and that will not be a fun gameplay experience. The only other thing I would, I wonder, is uh, how effective Flak Jacket will be against the Flamethrower. Because like in BO4, Firebreak's ult, don't ever add operators again, I'm very glad they haven't returned, was a Flamethrower. And it was insane, and it would fucking destroyed people. But if you use Flak Jacket, you could eat flames for days. So it was like you're either instantly dead or you're like tanky as shit. I don't 
like that system either. Because then if you're using the flamethrower, you're just kind of gambling. Oh, hope this guy doesn't have flak jacket or he's for sure going to Vundy bot me and fuck my ass. Uh, so, th so then that's not good for the user or the victim, really. So I, I am also curious what the impact of flak jacket will have on the flamethrower. But nonetheless, it is coming to the game. It's probably going to cost about 5,000 score, just like the War Machine. I think War Machine's 4,500 probably going to be around there uh and you know it'll probably work the same way as a war machine once you fire it once you won't have it when you respawn all that good shit so anyway that's coming to the game uh and then here's some new bundles i don't know if these were leaked or if these are like promotional items but here we go first of all we have a mastercraft bundle called rocket science this is an ak-47 mastercraft and it has like rockets shooting out of the back of it Yikes. So Mastercrafts, we've covered this before, but in case you forgot, Mastercraft variants of weapons are just weapon blueprints. So it's like a, a prefabricated AK-47 and it has some attachments on it. And the Mastercraft variant is just a special kind of blueprint that also looks unique. So it has its own like crazy shit going on that makes it look different than another AK. So you can't make an AK look like a Mastercraft AK. The only way to do that is to have the Mastercraft. But besides that, there's no different performance benefits it gives you. It's just cosmetically very unique. That's what the Mastercrafts are. And in BO4, they would also give you like plus 25% like XP when you had a Mastercraft weapon and you got a kill with it. So those are coming back. Rocket Science is an AK-47 variant. You can see the picture here. We're also getting Tracer Packs again. This one is Anime, Uwu, Aya-chan, Vohayo's in the chat. Uh, and it's a Tracer Pack, which means you can turn your bullets purple. Uh, so this is really dumb to do because it's unironically much easier to see where people are when they have fucking bright purple tracers so don't use them right but also they're coming to cold war or they're coming again whatever uh and then also soap operator bundle so soap is coming back to the game as an operator obviously this is the biggest don't care i've ever read uh but some people care about operators and soap was i believe a protagonist in a black ops game and he's coming back so that's cool i guess or wait, was Soap an operator in... I think it was in a Modern Warfare game. I don't know. I think it was M-Dub. I don't care, though. But he's coming back, whatever. So keep that in mind. And then a new operator, Sparks, change it, uh, operator bundle, is also coming to the game. There's really no information on this dude. The screenshot I'm looking at here Looks like a middle-aged man on the set of Star Wars Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back in Hoth. That's what I'm looking at here. So, cool, I guess. But again, I don't care. Operator bundles are uninteresting to me. But if you're into that, Sparks, look into it. Uh, and he is coming back. And then also... Uh... Some more store bundles that are Christmas themed are coming to the store. This one is a woods thing. Okay. Yeah, doesn't matter. Mistletoe meet up and came to slay. <laughs> That's a pun. Like a sleigh. Like a riding down the, the hill on a toboggan. Slay. So those are coming to the game. And then uh, last little news item here. I don't know. You know. Some people are going to be very excited to hear this, so I'm going to I'm going to talk about it. Courtesy of Exerto, CDL announced 2021 season format tournaments and majors. So there's a lot of details here, which I'm not going to get into, uh, but I'll get into some of them. And you can go to Dexerto.com for this article about the 2021 season format for CDL. Uh, all 12 teams will have a chance to compete. Uh, 
the shift to 4v4 is happening this year. So think about this. If you're not familiar with CDL, this is an interesting thing to think about. When you play pubs, it is six versus six. If you play search and destroy or whatever. Actually, maybe, I don't know, whatever. Pubs are 6v6, Dom, okay. CDL is 5v5, or it was last year. Now, it's moving to 4v4. The implications of that are interesting from a spectator's perspective. And I think it was Tanner who actually brought this up to me. And he said, when it's 4v4, it was a lot cooler because you would see more clutch plays. So in other words, if we're playing search and my entire team dies, it's a 1v4 now. But a 1v4 is possible and will occasionally happen. And that's really fun and exciting to watch. Now, when it's 5v5, you're really never going to win a 1v5 against five other CDL pros. Like, it's really just never going to happen. But a 1v4, also most of the time not going to happen, but it's more possible, and it allows for more clutch plays and shit, which is cool. And also, this kind of allows for more superstars. Because the bigger a team, the less impact each individual on a team will have. So if there's 10 people on a team and the team wins, it's kind of hard to like market like one dude as like the fucking all-star. It can be done and sports do this, obviously. But when the teams are really small, like 4v4, like boy, you're a quarter of your team's output. Like it really fucking matters if you do well or don't do well. Like these are both very impactful. So I think 4v4, from a spectator's perspective, in general, is just going to be more interesting. There's more space for personalities to develop, for you to be a fan of the person rather than the team, because people will be singled out more often. And, again, those kind of clutch plays uh, are going to be a little more frequent now. Because even if it's not a 1v4, maybe a 1v3, 1v3s are more likely to happen when it's 4v4 than when it's 5v5, etc. So there are probably a ton of implications with this that I'm not aware of because I don't play in the CDL, obviously. And also, I don't really watch it. But I'm sure there's a lot of other nuance that you could get into here that would be very interesting to, to see, to look into. Uh, but nonetheless, that's really all I have to say on it. I think this is cool. I like it. The only downside here, really, is if you are a CDL pro or free agent, every team just got smaller by 20%. And that fucking sucks for some dude who was on the outs or, like, on the periphery of CDL teams. Like, oh, well, now there's just fewer spots uh, and less playtime. And that kind of sucks. Although I think there's two more teams than there were last year. So maybe it's a wash. I'd have to do the math and I'm not going to. But that's the only kind of downside I can see. But as far as all of us are concerned, that shouldn't matter because we're just spectators, you know. So I thought that was interesting and I thought I uh, would bring that up. So that is cool. And I am excited for CDL this year. I'm excited to see the opinion of CDL players on Cold War versus M-Dub and which game they like better. Bet you it'll be Cold War, by the way. So, with that, we're going to wrap this bitch up. But first, call me Al with the two gifty boys and see you later, boy, with the 400 <laughs> bitties. Let's go, dude. Thank you, brothers. Al, welcome, dude. The designer of our fire overlay that you are, that you've borne witness to this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Al. 37 total gifted subs, dude. I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. And 
See you later, boy. With the 400 fucking biddies, dude. I appreciate it. Boy. Sorry I'm late. No worries, brother. I appreciate the support, dude. Thank you very goddamned much. Much love, my man. So, with that, as I said, we're going to wrap this bitch up. But first, iTunes reviews. Now, I will remind you all, if you write a review and you leave five stars on iTunes, you can write whatever the flying fuck you want, as long as it's not TOS, and I'll read it. So if you want to plug your Twitch stream, if you want to virtually panhandle, uh, if you want to promote your girlfriend's OnlyFans, whatever, you can do it. So go to iTunes, rate the program five stars. It helps a lot. And if you wanted to also include a review, I would read it as I'm going to do now. The Real 12th Man 7. Change it. Writes. The title of this review is I Am a Console Peasant. Okay. I am a console peasant. You just said that. It is what it is. I got a work phone the other day. I chose an iPhone only so I could come rate this podcast five stars and leave a shameless plug. Let's go. That is an industrious true fan right there, dude. Come check me out on Twitch. See this how you use it. The Real 12th Man 7. So twitch.tv slash T-H-E real one two T H M A N seven. Now the real twelfth man seven. Are you beginning to realize why your name is a change it? If I say twitch.tv slash Razanon, you'll be able to find it if you have a triple digit IQ. Because you can just phonetically figure it the fuck out. But the real twelfth man seven, do we have spaces? Are there underscores? Are there hyphens? Uh, do I need to know JavaScript to go to your website? No one knows because it's too long. It's too many words and it's too many numbers. But nonetheless, the real 12th man seven on Twitch. All the support would be greatly appreciated. Help me grow. As always, keep grinding. Razanon. I know you have to always carry Tanner. True. I'm sure your back is hurting. Also true. Keep up the great work. Your podcast is great. I often turn to it when I need a good laugh or the latest Call of Duty news. Thank you guys. Have a great holiday. Stay safe and keep it real. Oh yeah, the real 12th man 7 on Twitch. Well, the real 12th man 7. It's a real fucking mouthful and change it. But also, thank you for the kind words, dude. And thank you for the analytics. I appreciate it, brother. It means a lot for real. And I'm glad you chose an iPhone just to rate the program. That means that's actually pretty funny. That means a lot. Much love. Our next one is Urban Bigfoot. Like a radio show with COD. I like this. Quality podcasting here. It's basically like a radio show with all the dope sound effects and music. Music is awesome, by the way. Shout out to Rizzle Music, friend of the program, who provides all of the copyright-free Suck My Cock DMCA uh, material for the program. Check him out on Spotify. Knowledgeable COD players as well, coming from someone who's played literally all of the games. Hell yes, dude. Urban Bigfoot, which is not a change it. That name is fine. Uh, I appreciate the review, dude. I like being compared to a radio show because I like to every once in a while go onto YouTube and go into the Opie and Anthony rabbit hole. Maybe when Patrice O'Neill was a guest. And the radio show vibe is is very interesting. So I appreciate that uh, comparison. I like I, I take it as a very high honor and a compliment. And of course, thank you for the analytics. You stupid bitch. Means a lot. So, with that, that is going to be the end of the program this evening. Now, you guys might be thinking it's a little short. It is, because I'm solo. I don't have Tanner to... I don't have to ask Tanner for his dog shit opinions and then correct him. So the program is shorter. But we will be playing some Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War after the program. So stick around if you guys want to do that. And I'm like relatively sober, so hopefully I'll play pretty well. Although I'm leveling guns, but whatever. So anyways, before we get into that, 
I would like to point out that this is real. This is unrelated to Call of Duty, but it's sort of related. It's on the periphery here. KFC Gaming's chicken heating KF console is actually real. Gaming specs, info, release price. Okay. So you guys might have seen this on Twitter and thought it was a joke. I still don't believe this is real, by the way. Like, I still don't believe this is real, even though people are telling me it's actually real. And what this is, is exactly what that title just said. It is a fucking video game console that will also heat up your chicken or something. There's a reason mankind didn't like peak actually. with the discovery of fire or the invention of the wheel. It's a feeling inside all of us that compels us to go further. I'm going to actually mute this, but we're watching the trailer. I, I'm monetized on YouTube now, so I don't, I don't want to get copyright stricken. But uh, yeah, this is the KFC console trailer we're watching here. I can't believe... It's not even surprising to me that there's like a new competitor in this space in these console wars. The surprising part is that this actually heats up fucking chicken. I'm not going to put fucking fried chicken next to my $70, uh, you know, disc. Get fucking grease in your disc drive. Like, what are we doing here, guys? What are we doing? So this is just fucking insane to me. I still feel like I'm getting trolled. I still feel like I'm getting trolled. Power your hunger is the tagline for this. So I don't know, dude. I, I mean, this is shocking to me. But you can look at, go to KFC Gaming on Twitter and you can see their trailer and all kinds of shit. Uh, but apparently it's fucking real. And the specs look pretty good, by the way. Uh, what do we have here? 240 FPS with 240 Hertz output. Which is better than the Xbox uh, fucking 7 or whatever we're on and the PS5. Actually, like a lot better. Uh, 4K TV gaming, ray tracing, VR ready. Now, of course, don't use ray tracing. This can't run ray tracing well. But 240 FPS with 240 hertz is fucking nuts, dude. That's really good. Uh, so I'm interested to see what this is if this is real, because I still don't believe it, uh, and when it comes out is going to be very interesting. Uh, here's an image of how the fucking chicken heating works. It's got a built-in chicken chamber built and designed by Cooler Master, which is a reputable uh, brand. You know, they make... Uh, Cooler Master, I think they make cases. They probably make a lot of shit. But I think they make cases, and I know they make uh, power supplies. So, very interesting. Uh, but, yeah, this is, I mean, 2020. We've got SARS-CoV-2. Uh, or COV-2. Uh, you know, we have riots. Uh, pandemics. All kinds of crazy shit. But at least we have a console by a fast food chain. Right, guys? Because that's what we need. <laughs> Anyways. Kind of crazy. Uh, when will it release? They're estimating it's roughly two grand. And that's not counting the GPU. That would explain how it can do 240 frames. Because that's way more expensive than the consoles are. Uh, and there's... Yeah, there's no release date. So, anyway. I don't know. You guys should look into it. It's pretty fucking funny. I thought it was insane. But uh, we will, of course, see what happens. So anyways, that is the show, folks. Uh, I'm going to go play some Cold War. Let me quickly remind you guys. Patreon.com slash the drop shot. Bonus episodes. Five bucks a month. You can afford it. Give it to me for Christmas. Okay. And the bonus episodes are fire content. It's the best way to support the program. And it is the farthest you can make your five dollars go. Uh, insofar as the Drop Shot of Call of Duty podcast is concerned. So make sure to check us out there. 
Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, all that good shit. Um, you know, we got a YouTube full video episodes of the program, youtube.com slash Razanon, where I am, of course, monetized. Make sure to watch the ads over and over again. Uh, we have two merch stores. Join the fucking Discord. And last, but certainly not least, a special thank you to our Damascus patrons. Mr. Salmonella, Jay Pritch, Slivovitz, Jake Down, Zerosio, To Kill Us a Rocking Bird, Face Esquire, Gift Curse, Adam H., Sniff Sniff Hambone, change it, Jimmy M., Von Trapp, Lyle P., Aussie Menace, Vesturge, Goated Oat, okay, Josh V. has changed his name to Meet a 12-Year-Old, okay, that's Tanner, shout out to Tanner, who intends to meet children, uh, He's in Zion National Park, by the way. CPS. Uh, Papa Shitto, Siv, Blackbeard, Dr. J Webb, King Big Dick Camper, K, Derek R, Wade M, It's the Pickle, That Dirty Clap, Kill a Cam, Pre Shock, Garrett S, Jada Pinkett Smith, Miss Lemur Party, Freeze, The Dave Daly, Young Evan, aka Read a Book, Deacon Cheese, Brandon L, Rizzle Music. Sean B, Manny Mar, DKC, Samuel, Cope Cowboy, Crisp Eclair, Thomas L, Blake C, Lavana Fair, the 332nd, Brian P, Jaron G, Maxi, TTV Trump MAGA 20, Throttle Out, Dirty Nate, Mick Bango, Hank Swift, Adam M, Flex Stepdad, Rye Mike, Big Wreck, Chad G, Nick Venomous, Sweaty Amosis, Steven S, and an extra special thank you to our one and only Obsidian patron, the Dropshot Patriarch, the Vaping Viking. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. Have an excellent evening, of course, and as always, remember, fuck Tanner. Also, stay humble. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.